Hi everyone, I'm Maddie. And I'm Amber. And we're Witches Talking, Talking Tarot. And join us on a journey into the underworld. Again. Again. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> we do be like in the underworld, right? We her. do, right? <laughs> so uh, today this episode is about Orpheus and Eurydice. That's how I pronounce it, Eurydice. Amber pronounces it differently, doesn't it? Uh, Orpheus and Eurydice. Eurydice? Okay, mm -hmm. so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Amber's right. Maybe we're both wrong. Right. Like like I told Maddie is I pronounce it Eurydice because that is how I learned it in Latin class, which Latin is a dead language, so Coach Suds was doing the best he could. <laughs> Coach Suds! Hey, no Coach Suds, if you're listening, <laughs> hey. You made my day. B, you got to go to Twitter at Classiest Witches and tell me. Because that'll make my day even more. Because then I'll know you're listening. It's so what was our, he a coach of? Uh, fuck if I know. But it's so he was like, he was one of the few coaches that was fucking smart. There That's are... why he taught. He taught not only Latin 2, but he taught Latin 3 honors. And oh, you wow. had to be selected to get in that class. And if I hadn't run away from home... I'd have been in Latin three honors and I might be a Latin teacher right now because that was what I wanted to do was be a Latin teacher because Coach Suds and Callie Calloway were fucking awesome Latin teachers. And Miss Calloway, if you're listening, same thing, classiest witches. I just need to know, like, wouldn't that be amazing? That would be crazy. So no lie, uh, in the South, I read that it's like super common for coaches. Where's this in the South? Memphis. Yeah, it's really common for like coaches to be teachers. I didn't realize that was an uncommon thing. Oh, well, I thought that. No, is there, every, is there everywhere everywhere? I've lived, that's how okay. it's been. Because, like, okay, because I've seen like, memes about it where oh. it's like, you know, you live in the South when your history teacher is your football coach. And it's like. Well, maybe they're just making assumptions because they think they've only different. ever been in right, the South. Right, because, like, like, I went to school up north. And uh, one of our social t studies teachers, or I can't remember what he taught, but he was also the gym coach. And I remember because, like, I, I, I learned that men who wear socks pulled up usually don't have leg hair because the socks rub the leg hair off. Oh, wow. I did not know that. I didn't either. And so, like, I maybe, I maybe questioned why he shaved his legs. And he was like, I don't shave my legs. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean to be offensive. Yeah. Like, but I guess if you ask a 30-something-year-old man if he shaves his legs, and he doesn't shave his legs, and maybe it's not my choice that he has no leg hair, it is an offensive question. Speaking of uh, effeminate men, we have Orpheus. No, I'm, I'm oh, he is not effeminate. No, okay. I'm, I'm his, absolutely. One of his possible daddies is Apollo, so that's an effeminate. But our Apollo, in case you missed the episode where Apollo was cast, is Leonardo DiCaprio, circa Romeo and Juliet. 1990-something. Oh, perfect. Well, honestly, my Leo is uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Leo. Again, age appropriate for me. Oh, uh, maybe that's granted. Any age of Leo's is age appropriate for me since he's older than me. But yeah, no, he doesn't think he's I, age appropriate. I, guys, I <laughs> had to make that joke anytime we bring up Apollo. I had my birthday and I was like, no, oh, it's over. My youth is over. <laughs> I, I'm too old for Leo. I'm like <laughs> that's the new, the current era gauge of your age is if you're too old for Leonardo DiCaprio or not. Dude, so I, wait, I just younger. had a midlife crisis. I'm like, wait, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
that's that's the new age for it. We're too old for Leo DiCaprio. Damn. Damn. That sucks. But um, Leo, I mean, you're pretty and all, but you're no Brad Pitt in the aging realm because I'm pretty sure he's way older than you, and he's aged a bit better. I think. I I don't know. I like I know. Leo. I do too. I like, I like both. Actually, I'm just saying. At least Brad Pitt can date age appropriately. Okay? Yeah, that is true. Which eventually we'll have to cast him. I know. Well, I was yeah. just thinking. I was like, we need to cast him in like a Greek myth. I mean, we can cast him in anything. But have you seen Troy. that in Troy? Yeah. Holy shit! He is Achilles. He's already been cast. Which we should totally do an episode on Achilles because, first of all, it wasn't Helena's fault that them men. Was like that. Bitch, why does she get all the blame, dude? Helena started the Trojan War. Because to me it sounds like that dumbass motherfucking Prince What's-His-Name. I, uh, it's not one of my favorite stories. But, it's not. I, uh, I, uh, I, Helena Troy is, I mean, when you're so beautiful, a goddess rivals you. It's, you know, like, because. It I never mean, really, ends well. I mean, I was going to say, isn't it really kind of Aphrodite's fault? Because she was jealous of No, this Troy? is what started the, tro- the, the, the fucking war in the first place. Be careful, Amber. Like, for realsies. Because it no, was. Pretty, like, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, isn't her jealousy part of what started the war? Well, it was like. Well, three this goddesses. Is, I was going to say, I, this is not uh, the episode of. No. Well, well, I guess we if we're going to do it, it, we'll bring it to you. Right, uh, right. I guess later this winter or spring. Right. Yeah, because we're, we're scheduled through January. So yes, we, we are. We got ahead for, like, we, we're bringing you a better season two. Well, not a better season two. I, a more far in advance prepared season two. Yes. yes. So Orpheus <laughs> and Eurydice or Eurydice or whatever. Um, yep. is one of my whatever you want to call it. It's literally you, my well, if you were if you're a Greek, you would call her Eurydike, and that's my favorite way to say her name because Eurydike, the Greek language doesn't have C's, so it's a K. We could call her Eurydike the whole episode, oh that would make gosh. it easy. I mean, I may just call her E. E? Oh, uh, let's call e. it E. I like that. I like that. Can we do that? No gang signs. That's Guys, not what that was. Right. It's, it's for Eurydice or Eurydice or Eurydice or however you feel like pronouncing it. But Eurydice does sound like it's a uh, derogatory, but I just think it's easy to say. And it's kind of funny because it's a sentence as well as a, that's a mean sentence. You know what? That is a mean, yeah. I think it's mean. I think it's Well, I guess it depends on who's saying it. Right. Yeah. But so um anyway. But it works a- because he you know where he lands. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but like we'll get there. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so um anyway, um this is this was my favorite love story. I think I actually said that about Cupid and Psych as well, but this is one of my favorite love this stories. This is one of my favorite love stories. Um but it's doing, in the eight brief tales of lovers. Right. Yeah, like that. doing research on it almost ruined it for me. No lie, because um it made me appreciate it more. It, for the possibly the exact same reason that it ruined it for you with the right, whole right. lack of faith and like um and the the cowardice Right, like the ego, you know, know, like Uh, Orpheus could have done something himself, but instead he wants 
Uranus to change. Well, and ego was a big thing too because he thinks he's good enough to go to the underworld and, and, and convince the gods right, to exactly. bend to his will. Exactly. Which is why, like my one of my favorite lines from the original poem about the Orpheus and Uranus is, uh, "Drew iron tears down Pluto's cheek and made hell grant what love did seek," but that goes right into his ego yeah. because he made. The gods give him what he wanted. Right. And um, I never looked at it that way before we did this myth. I, I like that, though, like getting my eyes opened because it, it gives me different views on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, because I still like it. I still think of it in the other way because of the Robin Williams movie, What Dreams May Come. I didn't realize that that movie was like a modern retelling of Orpheus and Eurydice. And it's my favorite Robin Williams movie. That period, like, he goes, he literally goes to hell looking for his love. Literally. It's the saddest. When I need to cry, I watch What Dreams May Come. I've never seen it or even heard of it, so I will definitely have to look into that. Um, She's an artist, and he goes in her painting, like, his heaven is her painting. Good. It's giving me <laughs> City of Angels vibes, if I'm being honest with you. Like, well, maybe that's like also that an allegory to the it's not, Orpheus. I wish it was because she uh, dies, but he can't go. Like, so it sucks. But yeah. I mean, it's good, but yeah. it's one I'll watch if I'm going to cry. Yeah. Before we talk about. Before we make ourselves cry, <laughs> we should definitely, definitely start with the casting. Cast. Yes. So, Amber and I had this discussion a little bit before. I'm. Still gonna say that I see Ed Sheeran as Orpheus because I uh, see him going down and he's like, I'm in love he's with too the shape soft. of you. No, Ed Sheeran is too soft to make it into the underworld. I don't see what? Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran's such a soft little like Ed Sheeran doesn't know true pain. He's in love, like he he doesn't know true pain. Like I feel like to be able to cross that threshold, you have to be somebody who would be able to like. I see Jimi Hendrix a million percent, although when I was talking to you about it, Jim Morrison popped in my head, and I was like, Jim Morrison, and they're both young men because they're part, they're members of the 27 Club, so they died by the age of 27, or at the age of 27, so mm-hmm. like they're forever young. Yeah, and Jimi Hendrix is the one that said it's better to burn out than fade away. That is so, I hate that line. I hate that line so much. This it was on it is just, every one of I my know, school books. I know. It is so toxic. I hate that line so much because that way of thinking is just so toxic for a young, a young person to think. I mean, I, I get know. it, but growing up in, in the 90s, the that teenage. was on every single notebook that I ever had. Once I heard that Jimi Hendrix had said that, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's like, that is just so, and I don't feel like it's better to be a I'm star I'm looking up that what Jimmy Hendrix, Jim, because, who, wait, wait, he's the singer of what? Jimi Hendrix, he does All Along the Watchtower. No, what's the uh, band? Jimi Hendrix. He said that? I thought the guy that said that was uh, the Nirvana guy. Uh, I think he was quoting Jimi Hendrix. Oh, that's how I learned of it was because of Kurt Cobain, but I'm pretty sure he was quoting Jimi Hendrix, who was from like the 60s, 70s. And I mean, he does, he, this, the wind cried Mary. Uh, he, 
I can. Wayne. That is not Orpheus, bro. Oh, I'm that so, is so Orpheus. No. Oh, oh my yes. God. Maybe he after he the died. Like, I mean, again, I'm, like I said, I'm casting Orpheus from a musical perspective and not a looks perspective at all. Because my other immediate is Sid Barrett, but Jim Morrison is the lead singer of The Doors, who does uh, People Are Strange. Jimi Hendrix? No, Jim Mor like, that was Jimi Hendrix. Yes. This, this guy? I could Sid see Barrett? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was that. Pink Floyd. Okay. And he, Sid Barrett is the guy that, uh, um, uh. The Dark Side of the Moon album pretty much seems to be have written, been written for. Um, he, uh, uh, the song. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with the song that's written about him by the rest of the band because he does a fuck ton of acid. And there's this line yeah, about I know. That's why I'm holes like, in I your eyes. Well, because he. He can he can transmute that liminal just like Orpheus did. He can go into the underworld. He has that thing. But again, Jim Morrison, I feel, also has that thing. I could see young Ozzy Osbourne. Mm. Handsome. Because uh, I, I just I'm not saying Jimi Hendrix or Sid. I can't. I can't. Well, what about Jim Morrison from The Doors? Maybe, but like it kind of gives me Skeletor vibes. If I'm being honest with you, like I just Skeletor vibes. Oh <laughs> uh, well, maybe I, like, maybe Sharon, like Jim Morrison. Uh no, well yeah, him too. Honestly, mm. I'm no, just not like, Jim Morrison, I... Jimi Hendrix. I'm sorry, and the other guy. You know what? I'm gonna Jim go Morrison. Jim Morrison. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like Jim Morrison would be perfect for Orpheus. Yeah, I, I can see good. him playing mm-hmm. the liar. He can make anybody drop their panties immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, he does. You know, yeah. his music can cro- cross those barriers. Whereas, like, I don't feel like Ed Sheeran can cross those barriers of pain without being a weenie about it. I just, I like modern. I mean, I like old music. I do. I love old music. But I wasn't thinking of casting someone from, like, the 70s, if I'm being honest with you. I think maybe that's why in my head I'm like, oh, my God, it's here. But I was also, like, my first choice was... Uh, my first choice was Harry Cupid, too. Yeah, but, but he yeah. is Cupid. But he if I had Cupid. to choose someone from this hero. time period, like, the 60s, 60s it would probably be Jim Morrison. Because I, I could see it. And again, like for me, it's not necessarily like the time period. It's the it's the musical ability. Like if we were going from today, like I still think uh, Jim Morrison is the best Orpheus choice. Although huh, Jimi Hendrix was like my first thought after Harry Styles. Uh, if I was going for like a more modern one, it would be Hozier. But I'm not thinking from modern times. Oh my times. god. No, you say See, that I because I think go for that. right but like, because old like, stuff is valid too, Maddie. No, it's like it's totally valid. It's totally valid. It's totally valid. Like I just we can do Hozier because I if we have to do a modern musician, it does that's not have to be a, a modern musician. Like, I, I could see he could do the liminal. He can do the pain. Right. He can do the right. crossing the boundary. Really he can cross that threshold. Mm-hmm. And like I mean, that's what 
Jimi Hendrix and Jim Morrison and Sid Barrett all bring to the table is Mm -hmm. being able to touch that pain Mm -hmm. and handle it Mm -hmm. and walk to the underworld for their fucking own ego. Because let's face it, once we get to the myth, we'll talk Mm -hmm. about why he goes to the underworld. But these are people I can see going to the underworld. Ed Sheeran. Well, I, I was just—I thought—I think Ed Sheeran sings romantic music, and I love his songs. So, like, <laughs> if I'm being honest with you, if I hear, like, think of a song that's being played down there, it's probably that one song I can't think of. The um, the the one about when your legs don't, don't work. work anymore. Yes, I love that song. Yeah. But you say but, Hozier, and I'm like, oh. I can see Hozier. But now I'm like, you know who could go to the underworld that we can't cast? Mute. Words and machines. Oh my god. Her music. Uh, I I mean like I get that, but I mean I would see Hozier more uh from that standpoint of Orpheus than I would. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well yeah, because she's uh Well, I don't even mean like um anything other than the the temperament and the the personality. I have chills because I'm like sitting here thinking of that Take Me to Church song and Yes, exactly like um, if I'm a pagan of the good times, yes. my love is the sunlight. Mm-hmm. To keep the goddess on my side, she demands a sacrifice. I can mm-hmm. so see those. Yeah, and like, he but has some really deep music. He like, really does. He really does. He does. But please, please don't think I was shitting on those guys. I love those guys. <laughs> I love those guys. They just weren't who I imagined as, um, uh, Orpheus. No, I, I, mean? I know, like, it, but I'm... I'm looking at a broader spectrum mm-hmm. of just like the musical piece and mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, I won't lie. Like to me, the best musicians came out of the sixties oh, and the seventies. No, you are not like, wrong. You're not 100%. wrong. 100%. Um, and for the today's musicians, as far as people who could cross the liminal, I could see Hozier. Mm-hmm. I could see Florence and the Machine, but it's more from a ragey standpoint. Mm-hmm. And o- Orpheus just doesn't bring that rage. You mm-hmm. know, if Orpheus brought that rage, we'd be telling a different story. I right. Like, I you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But she had like, there's that hard, mm-hmm. you know, behind Florence and the Machine. But I don't feel that with Hozier at all. Like, it's a, Hozier is the eye of the storm. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous because you're in the middle of fucking storm. Right. But it's a gentle you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I mean that right. But I'm just saying, like, it has it embodies, like, Hozier embodies more of the Orpheus that I feel. I, I don't want to get any hate for this. So please, guys, don't don't judge me. But I am not one of those souls that needs a total connection. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I have an absence of a soul. I know people no, no, are yeah, no, like, like, oh, my God. But no, some people, for them, their art is music. Yeah. Me? I used to love music. My sister played music 24-7 when I shared a room with her, and it ruined it for me. I don't like to listen to music. Um, I have to be in a mood to listen to music. I get um, Because it was just played 24-7 at fucking top volume. The same shit over and over again. I'm like, bro. Guilty. So, Guilty. you know, I'm sitting here raking my brain, and I'm trying to think, like, oh, who... It's so like, and I'm just like, holy shit, I don't really listen to music, you know? But there are uh, some people yeah. that it just... I do, know. yeah. Music is, yeah, yeah. Music you know? is definitely, um, I, I'll go for periods where I'm like, I'm not in the mood for anything mm-hmm. specific, mm-hmm. but music is definitely something that I connect to. It gets me in the spirit, mm-hmm. literally. Mm-hmm. Like, I usually say uh like 
put on music in the house and I'll mm-hmm. clean up and I'll use like the sound vibrations from the music are mm-hmm. cleansing just as much as whatever else. So it's like, I don't just put on any music. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be a certain vibe. Like I've got in my Spotify, I've got a uh, big earth energy, big air energy, big water energy, mm-hmm. big fire energy playlist. I've got my big sutter energy playlist. I've got my big moon energy playlist. Like, because like these songs, they connect with this kind of energy. You know Do you like I mean? that one song that's like, like a river? I don't know like it's giving me wagon wheel vibes but I know wagon wheel oh I love what, I see, love wagon my husband doesn't like it when I listen to music because I am so I will listen to 90s music like three or four songs then I'll listen to country music, three or four songs. Mm. Then I'll listen to 60s and 70s music, three or four songs. And he's like, just pick a fucking genre. I'm oh, like, no. look. Like, my all, playlists are multi-genre. Oh, I guess. Like, first of all, fancy was her name, Bryson. Like, <laughs> God. Yeah, like, I got fiddle. Shit. I have Fiddlehead Bird by uh, some some uh, bluegrass band mm-hmm. and Cigarette Daydreams by Cage the Elephant in the same fucking playlist. Oh my god, I love uh, the Dead South. They're not I even love the Dead Southern, South. Southern though. They're Canadian. Did you know that? I had no fucking idea until we Dude, were Dude, like Mumford and Sons, liars. I'm pretty sure they're Canadian and I love Mumford mm. and Sons. Like one of my friends I do. hated them because my buddy at work and I we had the first album of Mumford and Sons, and we just play that shit all the time. Oh, you, sis- you did what my sister yes. does. I'm that's like, why I was oh saying guilty, because he hated Mumford and Sons after that. Like, not my friend, because we both liked listening to it. Our bay buddy over here, who had to listen to it also, was like, fucking pick something else. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I, now that I say it, I think maybe Bon Iver, is that how it's pronounced? B-O-N-I-V-E-R? I believe so. I don't, I'm not no, that familiar. I think really I know a couple their songs but really I wouldn't be able to tell you know like but then like I don't always like age appropriate music because like my kids will go crazy when I'll like discover something of theirs that I just love like I kind of like sweater weather and they have another song that I like even better than that but I can't remember which but my kids will oh, like, love the Bon I- Iver I don't think it's Bon Iver but it's in that same like genre right, of music right. and like just of the newer music my kids get kind of annoyed uh when I listen, listen to, to what they like. Yeah. Like really? I ruined 21 pilots for one of my daughters. Um, one of my other daughters, I ruined Billie Eilish for, which I don't listen to Billie Eilish anymore. It was just a phase, but, uh, I don't like, really either. I used to, listen I, to I did too, time. but then I, yeah, I just kind of dwindled. Um, but yeah, like, um, Freaking Out on the Interstate by, I can't remember his name. I love that song. And one of my daughters thinks it's great that I love it. But the other one that also likes that song is like, why do you have to like what I like? My God, I, we, I was never like that growing up. I, my mom and I, we always had the same like yeah. music vibes. Like really, yeah. my mom, my sister and I. So I, I, I don't. I, I no, it's just like she gets annoyed when anyone... She's like, I liked it first. Yes. Oh my god. Yep. But, but, so, but I mean, music that? is a very important topic with this. So right. anyway, because guys, like, please Orpheus don't hate me is cause... why music halls that are named the Orpheum are named Orpheum. Like, 
it's specifically named for well, this character and like, out of there's mythology. A version Roman mythology. of the story that he's Apollo's son, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like that makes sense. Because yeah, that, well, and in both versions, he is the son of a muse. Mm-hmm. In one version, it's an unnamed muse, and in the other version, it's uh, Calliope, who mm-hmm. is a muse. So. Like, either way, his mother is, like, inspiration, right? And then uh, Apollo is his dad in one story, and a Thracian prince is his dad in the other story. And in Thrace, they are the most musical peoples of uh, the Greek and Roman world. So do we want to do Jim Morrison then? Cause I uh, do you want to do Jim, or do you want to do Hozier? Uh, we can do Jim. He, like, he, yeah, I would be down for him. Because, like, Jim Morrison, see, here's the other reason I want to do Jim Morrison. He says that, like, he had this, like, experience where like um a guy like the storm oh my god no my husband i mean no we can play that i love that song but at the same time that was my mom's ringtone for my grandparents for so fucking long and my grandma (laughs) calls my mom like a zillion times a day so we randomly hear like riders on the storm yeah that is definitely not my favorite of i don't hate it yeah but I mean, I won't watch. It's I, Riders on the Storm is not one of my favorite. I probably oh shit. Break on through to the other side is probably one of my favorites. But those like those songs are why I feel like Jim Morrison would be a great Orpheus. And he's he's the lead singer of the Doors, right? So yeah. He's, People are strange. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah. When you're a stranger. Yeah, from Bo- uh, the Lost Boys. When you're yeah. alone. Yeah, I do know yeah. that song. Okay, so what about Eurydice or Eurydice or Eurydice? Yeah, whatever. However, we want to eat. Honestly, like they, I like, she is barely touched upon in the myths, and like, so we have a blank canvas. I can't lie. I like, I like Lana Del Rey simply because, to me, she. Oh, are you writing it down? I love that. Like because like, she, she wait, has that beauty. Already... No, I don't think we cast her before. Okay. I'm going to say we didn't. But she has that, like, beauty about her and that old style, I think, would go, the chemistry with old Jim Morrison. Yeah, yeah. Because, again, guys, it's not like, because he died by 27, so, you know, like, it's not like they would be unage appropriate for each other at this point. Um, So, for everybody who hasn't heard. she has that song with, like, Jim Morrison. Oh, does she? Yeah, she does. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Also, she's the one who remade the season of The Witch, so I think it's pretty perfect. And she Um, she also remade uh, the song that goes, Strawberries, Cherries. Oh! I love her version. That is in my I Need to Hear It Sometimes playlist, because I also have a playlist of songs that I just need to hear sometimes. That is perfect to me. That's perfect for Oh, that's perfect for Jim. Exactly. Her style, it's just gorgeous. So if you haven't heard Persephone Picks the Flowers, you should go back and listen to it. But stick through it with us here first and then go listen to it. But because of Persephone Picks the, Picks the Flowers, we already have our Hades and our Persephone cast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Hades is Keanu Reeves because he will always be our Hades. Always. Even right, if we he decide. looks just like him. He does. Like, dressed up like Neo, but with the beard. Mm. Anywho, Persephone is Liv Tyler. So those are our Persephone and Hades. Hecate, I don't believe we have ever cast Hecate. I know. That makes me nervous. Hecate's my baby. What about Carol Kane? Wait, what is she on? Carol Kane, uh... Is is, it with a K? Yes. 
Carol is a C, Kane is a K, I believe. Carol Kane is in Scrooge as the fairy. Oops, um, she's was... on the the show Hunters, but I don't think you watched that. Um, I I know you know her. Oh my god, I do know yes, her. Yes, okay. I was like, I know yes. you know her. I am but when down. she like she popped in my head immediately. Like, put a black hat on that. Oh yes, look at her like, eyes. I know she's so perfect for Hecate. Uh, look, at, oh my god, she's gorgeous. She is gorgeous. What do you know her from? Because I'm um, she is the crazy ass grandma in. Um, oh yes, the Adams family. The Adam, I, yes! She's like out there. Oh. Kitty, 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 and then she's like, dinner's gonna be late. <laughs> and she's also in that new Netflix movie, which uh, our Netflix show, which is uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy. She is in she, that one. She's on the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, she's I, the she's the. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I bet I, I'm sure. Like I've seen at least half of the. Uh, yes, because so. like there's several seasons of that show. Because Roz used to watch it. She's the. Um, um, is she the landlord? landlord? Yes. yes. Okay, I remember now. Yes, I love Carol Kane. Okay, I so see. she's beautiful. The Maynards. Maynards. Maynard. So we did want to cast uh, Emma, Emma Roberts and, and her crew from Scream Queens. Mm -hmm. We don't know all of them, so if you don't, you can Google it. Emma. Dude, I hope this dead. episode doesn't paint me in a shitty light because I don't like music very much. I feel like oh, so many people get so offended by them. I mean, don't like, like music. Well, like, don't get, I don't like sports. You're gonna fucking hate me for that? Like, don't. Sorry, guys, like, everybody has I what like, they're into. I like song goals. Like, look, like Maddie them. does like music because 90% of the time when I show up at her house, she has music going. Right. She just likes what she likes. And right. Maybe it's not like she always wants to listen to music. Right. But, like, right, don't right. hate her because even, no you know, yeah, because you're 90% of the time when I come over, you have music going. It does not like. I don't listen to it like twenty four seven. Right, right, right. Like, I, I don't but, know. Yeah, no, I, I get you. Yeah, don't hate Maddie. She listens. She's not an awful person. I promise. <laughs> like seriously, if you think people who don't like music are awful, like, I've seen. Hey, you need to do some soul searching because, like, how judgy is that? Well, maybe I'm just being super like, maybe they get like too overwhelmed. But like that's that's exactly what it is for me. It's like an overwhelming, like a overstimulation thing. Because I've also got two kids, and I play music, and then it just overstimulates me. But I've seen memes on Facebook where it's like, if you don't listen to music, you're not my type of person. And I'm like, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, damn. Yeah. But you're not no, everybody's type of person. Right. Exactly. And plus, like. Dude, people can, like, like a thing occasionally without being obsessed with it. Like, that's okay. That's normal. Like, that's absolutely okay. Like, you don't have to go overboard with everything you do. Just have two houseplants. That's fine. You don't have to, like, have a jungle. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's cool. Like, you can do your own thing. So we have two more things to cast. And I say things because one of them is Cerberus because Amber wants to cast Cer Cerberus for her favorite version of the myth. Um, so Sharon... I'm seeing that guy that plays Liz Taylor in... I am down. Can he Ooh. be dressed as Liz Taylor? Oh, my God. I don't know his name. Oh, that, yeah. I don't, I don't know, know the actor. I will look him up, but he is an amazing I love him. Actor. Yeah, he's the American Horror Story He's guy, in guys. everything. Like, he's in... Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff that, like, I didn't realize until, but he also looks a lot like the stripper's dad from Carnival, and Corey gets those two mixed up a lot. Okay, so his name is Dennis O'Hare. 
Oh, and I need okay. like does that not this this right there does that not scream? Shrill? Yes, I that's why I was like, can he be dressed in the Liz yes. Taylor? You know, like because I mean that's pretty much exactly like what I'm imagining him wearing or something while he's rowing or even like this because it's a cape and he's like, oh, oh my god, is that, is that weird? And it's I, like. It flows behind. It's like yes, it's, it's so like long. It flows behind, behind the boat. Yes, like it's just flowing back. I can also lines. imagine. It's him. almost like their sail, but it's not their sail. Right, on the fucking right. boat on the river. Sticks. And like I'm kind of imagining, <sighs> but it doesn't ever go in the water. It floats just above the surface of the water. And he's having a conversation with Orpheus, and he's like, "Honey, you don't know what you're getting into." You know what I mean? <laughs> but he can't resist Taylor. the song, right? Because exactly. he keeps on rowing. He's like, "Look," because like. Know? Orpheus is like, it's raining men. Oh my god, Orpheus, Orpheus is like. He knows how to play to his audience each and every time. But okay, so before we get into the story, Cerberus. So I imagine a boar hound, which if you don't know what that is, that is, well, at least well, one of the heads, because we're casting the different yeah, heads. Yeah, so do you want Hagrid's dog yes, fang as yes. one of the heads? So that would be Hagrid's dog fang. It's a boar hound. It's very droopy, very like. Yes. It's, like if. Yeah, it, it's similar to a Mastiff appearance, but seems much bigger. Like, the yes. head looks bigger. Yes. Um, and in my head, I picture Cujo and Beethoven as other heads. Oh, okay, I'm so sorry. I got Beethoven confused with the one movie with Tom Hanks. Beethoven is the dog. They're like rescue dogs. Oh, Turner and Hooch. Yes, I yeah, like that's Turner what I was and thinking. Hooch. Yeah, but Beethoven's the one where it's got Charles Grodin, mm-hmm. and it's the St. Bernard. Yes, St. Bernard rescue kids. dog. Yeah, right. yes, 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 yes. That's what... I was thinking, like, Humane Society rescue dog. My bad. Oh, no, yes, no. Like, the, don't they, like, the, yeah, they um, take hot cocoa. Avalanches. Yes, yes, they dig people out of avalanches and give them hot cocoa. I didn't or know the hot cocoa, cocoa thing coffee. or something yeah. in there. They have warm something around their, like, that's the little That's keg. what's around yeah. thing? Okay. So that when they get to the person, the person can drink something warm to warm them up. Well, help comes through where the dog oh, led them wow. to. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do they still do that nowadays? Yeah. I, well, I mean, I'm sure they still have some in use for that right, purpose. Right. Because people be going up the mountains. I, know, I saw a video terrifying. of someone riding a avalanche down the right. mountain. I'm like, what are you doing? That's well, like asking <laughs> for trouble, bro. Because they specifically step in line to the avalanche to ride right. it down. And I they're like, it. oh, I'm going to TikTok this shit. Like, oh, my God. Why? Seriously? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's they're like, insane. this is going to get me TikTok famous. <laughs> You're going to die. Oh, my God. <laughs> me in the graveyard. This is how I die. TikTok famous. <laughs> TikTok famous. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, um, so St. Bernard, uh, Beethoven. Are you good I, I'm Beethoven totally down. and Cujo? Yes. Like, because Cujo's like, also a Saint Bernard, right? And that's why I was like, I picture Beethoven and Cujo as two of the heads. Well, because they like, all have different personalities. Exactly. Fang is really lazy. I don't know if you remember in Harry Potter, they're like, "Oh, thank God we have Fang," and he's like, "I'm scared." Yes, you know I do I mean? remember that. And then you've got Beethoven, who's really like rowdy. Yes, and, like, exactly. Rowdy. And I, then you've got Cujo, who's a psychotic. Rabbit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they each got their own like exactly. personality. So like, I imagine as he's playing his harp. Maybe, maybe right. Fang is like, oh my god, this is so nice. Yeah, <laughs> like this is this is the main reason I wanted to cast Cerberus so that we could have that discussion. Because <laughs> <laughs> I picture it very much like that. 
Okay, so we have our cast of characters, yes. guys. We've got Orpheus, who is Jim Morrison. Uh, Eurydice, who is Lana Del Rey. Hecate is Carol Kane. I the love classic. It. I truly I love do. It. Like she popped in my head, and I was like, Beautiful. "It's perfect." Like yes. I couldn't even. And I forgot she was Granny in uh, the Adams Family. Right? She is. So that's what makes it even more perfect to right. me because it's like, yes, yes, you I know. know. I mean? Like she was our childhood witch. Um, Persephone is Liv Tyler. Hades, Keanu Reeves. The main ass, Emma Roberts and her Scream Queens from the show Scream Queens on Hulu. Is it? Anywhere else? I don't, I don't know. I think it's just on. You Google. can Google the shit. If I, you I've know never else. seen it. I've only seen the one scene where she's like, "I said, um, kill him, not make out with him, or like have sex with him, or some <laughs> shit." And I'm like, "Oh, we might well do." I literally, I've seen like ten episodes, or maybe even like part of the second season. I'm not sure. I don't know how many seasons there are. I've seen a I lot of it, but not. Two. Okay, got then canceled. I think I'm in the beginning of the second season, but mm-hmm. I never did finish it. Um, and I don't remember a whole lot. I just remember being like a lot of the time jaw dropping open, like what the actual fuck just happened here. Unfortunately, I think Emma Roberts has now been uh, typecast. typecast for horror, which is funny as hell to me because of who her aunt is. Right. Because Julia Roberts is the love and light, like girl next door right. shit, you right. know? Well, I never She's the Mona Lisa smile. I never would have thought Emma Roberts seeing uh, Aquamarine would be a total oh, that's right. I scream not, queen, literally, because yeah. that's what she is I, now, right. right? I forget that's who that is because my kids watched it. I, I love that movie. Did. Yeah. My sister is obsessed. But um, anyway, and her right. and What's-His-Face is also ex- very typecast. I don't see him ever getting anything. Oh, like, yeah. Evan Peters? Know, Mm-hmm. Which is a funny because he was the weird, like, stonery friend in Even Stevens. Really? Yes, he was so stupid. That's so adorable. I could see him. He was, he's he got was, the face for it. He used he to, like and now he just looks like Now a, he's like a killer. Yeah, he looks like a school shooter because that's how you see him as Tate. Yeah. Damn it. Damn it. So, <laughs> speaking of typecast, did you know there's that one Hispanic guy? I don't know his name. He plays Hector in every movie he's in. I'm is it his real name, Hector? Yes! I feel like I think his it name is, is Hector. I right? think it is Hector Guzman? I don't is know. He the, are you talking about the guy that they said is going to be the new Gomez Adam? No, okay, no. I will show you a picture guy. of this Hector guy. He he is, you'll know him as Hector. I don't even know if his name is like. But um, we got to cast him at some time. Because he plays Hector in like. Everything. His name is not. Isn't there a Hector in the Trojan War? So his. Is there? Oh yeah, there. Oh, that guy! I love that guy. I'm pretty sure he's Baby Joker in one of the Friday movies. I could be wrong. Training Day, Hector. Fast and the Furious, Hector. Gangs of the Dead, Hector. Like every (laughs) single thing. That's his. Which is so stupid because his name isn't even. Hector. Hector. Like, I thought it was at first. I thought it was, too. I wish it was. That would have been funny. Me fucking, too, because now I'm looking at his life and work. (laughs) (laughs) So, we have Dennis O'Hara dressed as Liz Taylor for Sharon, taking you across the river. Oh, he is Joker. Sorry. Oh, he is Joker. He is? Oh, cool. I couldn't remember if... uh, uh, And then Cerberus we have as Fang from Harry Potter, Cujo from... Cujo, Stephen King's, and Beethoven from not the musician, but 
It works. I didn't even do oh, that it on does. purpose. It does. <laughs> well, you know what? I I watched Beethoven, but I wasn't a fan because every time I watched it, I was like that fucking dog. I Somebody love get that dog because they're like Beethoven. I no. swear, I feel like I saw like all the Charles Grodin movies for some reason growing up. He's like a bad guy in so much shit. I don't know. I fucking hate Charles Grodin, but that's why I What's love he, Beethoven. What, He's the dad in Beethoven. What else is he in? Gonna look it up. Yeah. If you guys know know our myth shows. Yeah, we like to know who we're talking about in things. Uh, But yeah, I can't think of what else Charles Grodin is in, but he's in some campy, like, 90s shit. I know it's not just the Beethoven movies. It has to be. Please tell me who that is. I thought that was somebody else. Midnight Run, The Heartbreak Kid, Clifford, King Mm. Kong, the original King Kong. Ah. Charles Grodin, the original King Kong. Thank you. Well, not the original, but the remake with Jessica Lange, yeah, right? Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, not the original. The original one's yeah. black and white. Right, it? but that's, for me, it's the original one. That's why I have to correct it, right, because right. Corey used to be like, it's not, it's a remake. Okay, well, it's the first one I ever saw, okay? And Jessica Lange is a goddess. She that is why when American Horror Story came out, I had to did watch you, it. Did you watch that I, TikTok I sent you? It was like... Um, yes, yes, she was like, yes. I think you're pretty, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> like, every Academy Award winning like indie film, and it was it was just Jessica Lange vibes, like you would not believe. Right? I love that because I love Jessica Lange. Like she was in that. She was in this Lifetime movie about Patsy Cline, where she was oh. Patsy Cline, and Ed Harris was her abusive husband. Really? And like I remember, like her hitting him with an iron or some shit. I, I don't know. I fucking love Patsy Cline. I've seen the Loretta Little. Ugh, I love Patsy Cline, and so I watched that all the time when I was a kid. I so like, like for me, Lange. Jessica Lange is fucking crazy, gold. Crazy yeah, I love I, that movie. All right, I that song. I love all. The- I, I go walking after midnight. We used to watch that or listen to her music all the time. Oh yeah, she's, she's one of the only country. So like when I say I like country. It's like Patsy Cline. You like the OG Reba McIntyre poetry? I mean, I do like it, but it's like, do I go out of my way to listen to it? No. But if Trisha Yearwood's Strawberry Wine comes on, leaving that Dude, shit on. But like, I got Trisha Yearwood's autograph and then lost it. When Fancy and the Moffat Brothers. Oh, nice. You know who they are? No. Like no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they were like uh, they were like triplets or a pair of twins and their little brother, uh-huh. and they were like mine and my best friend's age. And so we were like, oh, my God, they're so cute. We have to get their autographs. Oh, my God, dude. I see posts on Facebook all the time of kids like my brother's age who are like, this is the outfit I thought Joe Jonas was going to see me in and fall in love with me. And it's like a 10-year-old <laughs> girl in, like, some weird-ass, like, outfit. Ah. And then there's, like, because it's just so funny, like, when you're young and you love these guys and you go to their uh-huh. concerts. Like, there was one that was, like, 12-year-old me actually shaved because I thought I was going to meet Justin Bieber oh. at his concert. Oh. One of my clients loves to tell me a story, um, someone who listens, so hi! hi. I'm not going to say your name because I've never asked you before, but um, how she went to see the new kids on the block, and Joey, like, she was wearing a Joey shirt, and he was like, he said something to her when, when he went past her, and she was just, like, in awe, and I was like, that's fucking awesome, because, like, if I was a teenage girl, actually, like, collective soul, I make eye contact, and I flashed Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters, so... And I know he saw those. I know. 
It's we made eye contact. <laughs> I, hey, guess I what? I was a flasher. Maddie's never been to a concert before. Ever. Oh, wow. I, I used to go all the time when I was a teenager. I never, I never have been. You're too loud for me now. There's so many people. Granted, when Corey took me to 311, that shit was awesome, but there's so many people, and I need my space, and they don't want to give you your space, and it's like, no, if I can hit you, you should probably stay away. Like, I, I think I'd go to Coachella. Is that one of like the Boom. Big, uh, <laughs> Everybody got quiet. No, <laughs> I'm like I I've heard of Coachella, but I don't know. Is it's it a, like is it like a like multi day music fest? Yes, yeah, yeah okay. it's like super big. I think Billie Eilish opened for mm. them there once. Like I've taken Roz to Warp Tour multiple times, and I got to see Real Big uh, no, Fish. No, true. No, no. Oh, yeah, Real Big Fish, and uh, more importantly, less than Jake, who I got to meet and get their autographs, and to have a picture of me with my like. My little shirt pulled up and my tummy hanging out because I'm, like, leaning over their table. And I'm, like, the 30-something-year-old mom, like, yeah! And, like, all of these kids, exactly. They're, like, how does she even know who these are? This is just, like, the equivalent of Twilight Mom. Well, no, it's so funny because they made a joke. Well, but they're from my age group. Right. I grew up listening to Less Than Jake. They're from my day, but they just still play Warped Tour, or at least back when Warped Tour happened. And they even made a joke about what hot moms in the audience want to hook up with them afterward because all of the kids that are here to listen to them are too young. And Roz takes my elbow and, like, pushes my arm up, and I was like, don't you dare. Don't give me this situation. I have to say no to exactly. I'll be so I'm upset. Dead, right? Can you imagine just coming Ooh. home and being like, thanks a lot. Like you made me say fucking no to the basis. Oh, he's got dreads. Anyway. But um, um I want to go to Rocklahoma so bad, dude. Yeah. This year they had Evanescent. Mm. They had they three have doors down. They I saw three doors down before they were big. They had everything. They had like corn. They had chorus. A corn caused a fucking riot at a corn concert. Kept me from being able to go concerts for a couple years because I was supposed to go to that concert with some other boy. And my parents didn't let me go. And then there was a riot there that my future husband caused. But I didn't know that at the time. I just knew that I was now not allowed to go to any concerts because the one I had asked to go to had a riot started at it. And a couple years into our marriage, I found out. And I was like, you motherfucker. You screwed me over. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, because of you, I didn't get to go to concerts for like two years. <laughs> I would love to go to Rocklahoma. Look, we're on topic. Yeah, quickly. Yeah, this it's all his own music. music. Like, again, Orpheum. Like, look up the word Orpheum or the Orpheum. You probably have one in your state, if not in your city. It's usually a music hall or a place where they do large events because of the guy that we're going to start talking about now. Here we go. I am so sorry. <laughs> All right. So, Orpheus and Eurydice, um, or however you pronounce it. This is my one of my favorite love stories. I liked it more before I did more research. Basically, I appreciate if you, it more since I did research. It's so much fun to find the differences. If you know the story, you're going to hear it again, basically. Yeah. So, Orpheus and your, or, or your, or you guys, did you... Did you read how they met? I no, nothing they met. Just that, nothing Just that they it. were together. It's literally, she is so small a part of right. the story that her name is a part of. It's kind of bothersome, Basically, actually, guys. they were in love they, and they were right, together like, for only like was, a year or two. So, 
he was the unmatched musician among everybody in the world, okay? He could have anybody. He could make rivers flow different ways. He could make the seasons change with his music. Mm -hmm. And then he found her. And he said, Eurydice, I love you. And he played his lyre for her. And that was that. I actually read a uh, book called Goddess of the Spring by Kisi Cash. Check it out. It's a Hanson Persephone retelling. It's fucking amazing. I'm going to read it when we get home. It's fucking amazing. It's basically about a 48-year-old woman who switches places with Persephone because Demeter tricks Hades into thinking he's marrying Persephone, but really he's marrying a different woman who's mature, yes, who has a glamour. It's fucking amazing. But they cover uh, Orpheus and Eurydice while she's in the underworld. And in that version, um, Orpheus actually had a spell over Eurydice. She wasn't actually seen through. Well, and that's, that is the reason I say he played his liar because it doesn't say how they met, Mm -hmm. but what it does say in every single version of the story is any woman that he wanted, he could just play his liar for and... Or liar. I'm not sure how to say it, guys. I prefer liar because he's lying. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Seriously, though, Amber, you should totally read that book. It is so good. Like, yeah. Like, I I mean, because Persephone was too young for giving it this extra story. Like, I love giving more body to it. Well, and it takes a modern woman, a normal modern woman, and Mm -hmm. you know he likes that about her because she's strong and she he she's not what he thought she was at first. Like he thought she was gonna be this meek little kid. Yes, but she's really like a powerful older strong woman and she's like uh uh you know like like i said it just keeps getting better your 30s are awesome your 40s are even better it's awesome i'm not there yet but i assume my 40s are better my 30s are better than my 20s there's a whole series called goddess series and it's all taking uh modern american women who are in their 30s and 40s and for for some there's a glamour and they're put into the goddess's perspective there's always like a reason why um, a goddess needs to, I, I can't do this. I have to, I'm busy doing this. So I need you to take my place. Yes. It's fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. I know it's not the same, but it reminds me of my, uh, modern fairy tales book that Uh my parents got me because I was kind of like, you know, whatever I, whatever. So they, they, it was, a politically correct fairy tales is what the book was called. And so woman was spelled W-O-M-M-O-N. So there was no man in the word woman. That was a big thing in the 90s, taking the word man out of woman. Really? So spelling woman differently to have man out of it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It, it, uh, yeah, it, it died off, unfortunately. It did. It did. It did. But yeah, yeah, that was like a thing. But so like the PC fairy tales, it was all like retellings of the fairy tales, but making them politically correct. So the princess and the pea, she didn't sleep on that lumpy mattress. She was like, I'm a princess. Like, I want to sleep somewhere that's not on a pile of fucking mattresses. Like, can you just give me a normal bed? Like, come on, guys, this is stupid. You know, it's like, oh, it was so really fucking funny. Like, and just taking the ancient stuff and pouring it into the modern. Oh, yeah. I do it was, that, it so. was really good. It's, it's really good. I, I have, I'll like, a lot that. of them. There's one where a modern woman, <clears throat> like, replaces Helena of Troy. Oh. And, like, it's so instead of, like, taking that bullshit, she's like, uh uh-uh. uh. I'm not taking fucking blame for your shit. Like it's it's cool because the and the reason for that one is the goddesses were like the only thing that can stop this war is one of the most feared things, a modern woman with knowledge. 
that's awesome. Like it's like it's it's fucking cool. Anyway, the point is, is um, there is a theory that uh, Orpheus or a different retelling wasn't actually, or or Eudice wasn't actually in love with Orpheus. Right. Do you believe that? What do you think? I believe that from the standpoint of all the other stories, because I think that's where PC cast gets it from. Is Mm -hmm. it doesn't tell you anything about how they met. It Mm -hmm. says. There's no known, like, they, they don't, we don't know how these two fell in love, mm-hmm. but Orpheus played such beautiful music, mm-hmm. he could have had any woman he wanted, which led me to believe when I read it this time around, mm-hmm. that he could have had any woman he wanted. Mm-hmm. He was the Channing Tatum of musicians, right? Oh, he played his lyre oh, and their panties fell Tatum. down. Right? <laughs> 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 and I just mean, like, so I took it to be that she was under his musical spell. Mm-hmm. She was like throwing her panties at Jim Morrison on the stage, which again right. is why I totally took it to like right. just the musician piece. Like he could charm her panties right off of her. And that is how, when I was younger, I oh, didn't see it that way. Oh, and in the story, in the retelling, when she's running, she's yeah. running away from him. Yeah. Because... She, she doesn't manage that to yes, control over yes, her. Exactly. I love that. Exactly. I get that though, because like when I reread it this time through, I really did pick up on all of those things where people have bashed him throughout the years, mm-hmm. and I think they're not wrong. Like this story is about lack of faith, lack of heart, only caring about what you want. Right. Exactly. So, so Eurydice runs away from him, whether, or, I'm sorry, she runs through the woods, whether it's away from him or I read it. Oh, have been oh, in a oh, no, life. okay, you're talking about before in the, okay, mm-hmm. so no, uh, I had read not him, but another guy yeah, that was, was trying to advance, advance on her. Yes, yes, so yes I the, the version that I read. I mean, that I've read in modern pop culture. Right, right. Yeah, I get that. But the original one is that she's running away. I thought we were talking about at the underworld where she... Oh, no, no, no. I I misunderstood. So, um, before she... In in the real myth, she's running away from one of his rivals or one of the guys she doesn't like. She accidentally steps on a snake. Well, and some versions say she was just, like, taking a walk with her mm -hmm. lady friends Uh through the flowers. Mm -hmm. But still, the snake... Stepped on a snake and was pretty much killed instantly by the poison she died. Orpheus is like... No. Because he only knows how to play a liar. He can't just suck the poison out like any other right, guy. Right. No, I'm just kidding. I, I'm trying to think. Well, they don't I, recommend you do that. Anymore. I know. I was just kidding. I was just oh, going okay. back to his selfishness. Well, it was a long ass time ago. So, right. maybe so back then they still did. <laughs> yeah. He so couldn't I, find any snake bite I'm trying plans. to think like what song he would play. Like, Or I'm, I'm also thinking Phantom of the Opera, <laughs> I Can't Lie. No. Like, I mean, what would play when... Mama, Mama, I'm coming home. Oh my god, I love that song. <laughs> it's gonna play at my funeral. I don't give a shit. Like he's like, um, somebody's gonna hurt someone. Before the night is through, I love like, that song. I do too. I do. Oh my god, Hotel California. You can. Oh my god, you can, you can visit, but you can never leave. Right, right. Maybe that's what he plays at. On the underworld, maybe he plays Hotel California. Oh my god! It's like, he's, like, he's like, they stab it with their ceiling. Yeah, they can't kill the yeah. like mirrors on the ceiling. Right? And that's actually my favorite part I, in the song because that's when he like realizes that he's oh stuck. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm seeing that. I'm now. like, I'm so, Cal- I was gonna do fade into you, but I guess that's later. 
Um, <laughs> oh my god. I love that song. I hate that it's in shitty perfume commercials. But now I'm like imagining Eriodice like, we were born to die. Because <laughs> like, that's what Arceus is like, babe into me. And she's like, no, no, no. No, we're done. Right, I'm dead. right, right. The spell is broken. So right? he like plays his beautiful thing. Somehow he's able to get to the underworld because he plays so beautifully. That's well, what I read, or did I? Am I missing? I mean, I, I, the way I understood reading the myth is that he traveled to the underworld, and the way that he was able to get past mm-hmm. Cerberus is he played the music that calmed the beast. You know, he puts the dog. You know, he comes up to the entrance of the underworld, and there's Cerberus, and you know. Fang is just kind of like, you're not supposed to be here. And Beethoven's like, we're going to have trouble? And Cujo's like, I'm ready to fucking kill this guy. Right, like, you right. guys move the legs. I don't have control of the legs. Because <laughs> Cujo's the middlehead. They knew oh, better. Yeah. They didn't give Cujo the legs. The, the other guys. I'm trying to think, what would be a nice romance for my son? A pod piece? Yeah. <clears throat> He's like, who's <laughs> <laughs> to the bone. <laughs> <laughs> and Cujo's like, I'm listening. Right, right. <laughs> and Fang's like, like, hey, you, you I like the other one. Oh, yes. <laughs> and now they're all like, we're listening. <laughs> yeah. And so like, you know, by the time he's, he's, uh, he's done playing uh, for the doggies, like Cerberus' tail's wagging. The legs are just moving to go walk alongside right, him. Right, right. they don't want to leave his music. And then he, like, gets to Sharon, right? Right. And I'm and wondering, what would he listen to? We're talking Liv Taylor. Right. Sharon. So what would he listen to? I think it would be Gaga, honestly, because, like... Liz, I, I could see Liz Taylor. So he's like, yeah. oh, 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 I'm caught in a phantom net. I only you know, know one Lady Gaga song. <laughs> is that the Lady Gaga song? No, no. it's a poker face. Oh my god, no. that is the only song I know. Then I want you with me. But I also feel like Liz Taylor would be taken up by some Stevie Nicks, you know? Oh, I can see that too. I can see that too. Like, Leanne rings like a bell through the night. When you love to love her. We're going to have to advertise and, this episode as here and then, see. <laughs> and then Liz Taylor's eyebrow goes up and he's like, it's raining men. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and he's like, okay, you're you're up my alley he's now. Like, he's like, <laughs> maybe I was born this way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What is, oh, what's that Brian Adams song from Robin Hood? It's like the ultimate love song. I don't know, you say that, uh, and I'm just thinking, Little John and Robin Hood walking through the forest, dude, a lot of people I like, I had Corey download me a Brian Adams album oh my for God, that song, no. and he was like, you got me, you, you want me to get you Brian Adams and Kenny G music? And I was like, look, I just, I want. The that. ultimate romantic song, though, is, um, I would die. I'm, no, the yeah, ghost the song, the ghost song. Oh, Unchained oh, Melody. My, my love, my darling. Okay, but now I'm like, yeah. I your touch alone. Time. I'm sorry. I, I love that song. I'm sorry. I love that song. Or maybe it's like, why? <coughs> or no, maybe oh, that's why, why he would sing to Hades. Oh my God, yes. Oh, yes. Only fools. And then Persephone and Hades are like, 
Oh my god, I didn't. Right? You know what I mean? What would he sing to Hecate? Oh my god. To get her Because like the that has to be a mas- it has to be a mature I understand life song. Because Hecate's not gonna be swayed by romance. Hmm. Mm. What do you guys think that Orpheus would play for Hecate to get past her in the underworld so that he can bargain with Hades to get what he wants? I think the song that might... I'm thinking Magic um, Man, honestly. But I'm saying thinking Magic Man because I feel like, oh my god. Oh, but Magic Man, that's like, oh, oh, girl. It's like, uh, oh, you don't understand, but like, mama, you don't understand, I know, but it's like, a young lady, like, I feel like Hecate would not be swayed by Magic Man. I feel like, he's got magic hands. I feel like the, the term of, like, magic, like, he's a magic man, right. I feel like the only one that could seduce Ooh. Hecate is a magic man, because she's a magic woman herself. But, but the song is, like, being sung by the mom, oh, telling the girl oh, you're gonna, girl. exactly, oh, mom said with a smile. Yeah. Yeah, I love that song, but I just feel like that maybe that's more of a Persephone one. I feel like like, that's a Persephone one because she's young enough, yeah, that that song would because she is the girl, she's like, but mama, Demeter's the one on the phone, yeah, come on home, girl, mama. Right? Um, She's like, but but mama, mama, try to understand, just try to understand. Oh, 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 oh. He's a, he's a magic, magic man, man, mama. He's a magic, magic man. Thank you. Keanu Reeves. Keanu's like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you two. I don't know if I was too crude, but. Yeah, no. He's a magic man. He is. <laughs> what, but one of the things that I think we discussed, or maybe it's just popping into my head, what he plays is different for every person. Mm-hmm. So I could see him playing right. that for, for Persephone to like right. to get her on his side, right? Because right? she's the one crying on the phone to Demeter, like right. No, but I love him, Mom. Oh you, my god. Gotta... He's singing to Hades and it's like Young Teacher. The, the subject of schoolgirl fantasy. <laughs> she wants, wants him so badly. Knows what she wants to be. Oh Maybe my god. Maybe that's horrible. But I it love just gets that song too much. I know, I know. But or is it like, is it more like Aqualung? What? Uh, Aqualung, it's by the same, oh no, that's the police. Aqualung is by Jethro Tull and it's, it's like, uh, he watches the young school girls. What the fuck? Like, hey, exactly. It's so weird, it's like, that, listening to the What the Fuck songs. Yeah, because right, right. I love that like, song. I just hear that one, and it just does oh. remind me. Oh, they do, they do play, he does play the police, but not that one. He plays, um, um, the Rock other one. Sand. Not Roxanne. Um, uh, she, uh, every little thing she does is magic. Oh my you god. You know what I mean? Because, no. like, Hades would be looking, oh, you don't no, know. No, I don't know that song. I'll magic. have to look it up. That's one of my favorite police songs. It's oh my like, god, I know what he'd sing to Hecate. He'd sing, uh, the... Everything she'd do would just turn me on. For Hecate, Sorry, it would be, uh... I feel like that would be the Hades one. Because um, he'd be looking at Persephone the whole time, like, I know how he feels. Oh! And ruby lips, sparks fly from her fingertips. Yes, I, I hate think that song I so love much. it so much, it reminds me of my grandmother. Like, every, like, I liked it until... It got so overplayed on all the radio stations. 
bewitching woman. I think he would like that. But I also think she would like Rihanna as well. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I can see so too. I think both, but I, I like Witchy Woman. I think like he'd he'd start with Rihanna. She sings like a bell through the night. Wouldn't you love to love and then for somebody, her? Hey, and like, hey, hey, like, like, okay, mm, I know what you're doing. And right? he's like, like, oh, that's oh. not good? Okay. Oh, Ooh, she's powerful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look how high that's the only part that's in my head right now. I know. <laughs> I'm like, there's another witchy one with oh, yeah. Black, Black Magic, Magic woman. woman. Yeah. Yeah. Or there's by Electric Light Orchestra. <laughs> it is in my Halloween playlist because it is from Disney Halloween. It is so it is, Hecate. I, I love that yeah. it's like Hecate, right? Like, uh-huh, yep. He's just like, and it's Hecate, right? So he's got to go through all of them. Right, He's right. got to like, he just keeps going and until her like, face goes, okay, 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 he, he, yeah, right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> all right, and then she's like, finally, you can get to Hades, Hades or Persephone, Persephone right, right? And then he, he plays for Persephone, and she's just like panties off. Yeah, you can have her. And right. Hades I feel like Hades off. would be a little bit harder because he's right. not mm -hmm. a woman. You yeah. know, I mean, I hate to say that, but you get what I'm saying. And and, and you know what? I'm gonna say, you know, at what? this point, Orpheus has to pull Hope Sandoval out. I'm gonna. He's gotta go with some Mazzy Star. Well, he starts saying, he's like, look on down from the bridge. Hades is like, eh, and it's like. He's got to pull out the big guns. Poser. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Oh, he does. He's, he's just gotta, like, he's, he's got to pull out him in the, in the, Right in the heart. There's that one line in, uh, oh, I'm trying to think of it, from the song you had mentioned earlier. Um, the Take, Take Me to Church. church. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, my favorite most. part in the song. And it's so intense, and I think Hades would love it. Uh -huh. Is the part when he's like, "There is no sweeter innocence than our gentle, gentle sins." That part is yeah. so heartfelt and hurtful I for know. me. But I'm like, I'm thinking about when he's talking about his lover. When like uh, um, my lover got humor, she's, she's the big girl at a funeral. And like the whole time, hey, he's just looking at Persephone. The only like, heaven I'll be into is when I'm, I'm with, with you. you because exactly. No. Exactly, and that's the line. If the heavens like, ever did speak, she's the, the last true mouthpiece. Yes. yes, and that's when it's like drew iron tears down Pluto's cheek I and think made so. hell I think grant so. what love did seek. I think so. Yeah, and this is where we're gonna get into the shitty part because then you know, you know he, or or Eudice is like coming with him, and yeah, he's, they, he's they still playing him, his music. You can have her. Uh, Lana like, Del Rey can follow you. Right. But you can't look back. You, you cannot look behind you until you're, you guys are Oh, my God. That and that's Lana Del Rey. She's, she's singing as he's playing because she's playing We're Born to Die. And the lyrics in that song are like, oh, my heart, it breaks every step that I take. Oh, I like that I song. Know, right? Yes. The girls, Lolly listens to it. I love that song. song. Yes. I do. Yes, and he's just like, okay. don't fail me now. Yeah. Oh, my heart, it breaks every step that I take. Yeah. Um, and so she's singing that while she's behind him right, going out. Right, And she's like, yeah. and I'm hoping that the gates will tell me that you love right. me. Right. And, and he's, Orpheus is so excited. He's just going and he's going and he's going, but then he can't hear her anymore. He can't hear her footsteps because she's, you know what right, I mean? She's exactly. not a physical person. Right. So he's like, is she really It's me? Right. He's like, did the gods trick me? Is it all just false? Do I not have my love after all? And 
He thinks that she's clear of the mouth of the cave to the underworld, so he turns around, just in time to see her reach back into and pull back because ye have little faith. He had no faith in the gods keeping up with their end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. He had no faith mm-hmm. that Eurydice was behind him. And it's a sad ending. And it's sad because she goes back away and he watches her die essentially a second time and his heart breaks again and he wanders the world just playing his sorrow out on his life. Is it sad that I'm thinking, you are my sunshine. <laughs> no, don't. You can make me I cry. know, fuck that, that song. Funeral. I can't handle that song. I fucking man. hate that song because it's so sad. It's yeah. such bullshit. Why do you sing yes. that to your kids, man? That's uh, sad. Like, uh, no, but he's he's just he is pouring out his laments by sh- string after string after string. And I and like to imagine Zeus is like, bro, I can't take this shit anymore. Dionysus, do something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or maybe oh, it's Dionysus. No. He's got he's got he's hungover. He's like, I can't. No, I, can't I, I picture it more like, you know, um yes, he had no faith, mm-hmm. but the gods did do him a kindness. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to take his own life. He was just waiting to die. And so he wandered upon the Maenads and Emma Roberts and her screen queens tore him limb from limb as they are wont to do mm-hmm. as followers of Dionysus. Uh, I mean, it's funny to picture it that way, but I just, I picture it as like them kind of putting him out of his misery. That's, that's how I see it. That's that's how he I said, like think of it. You define these stars. <laughs> we got some Romeo and Juliet going on. He's Aww. like tempt not a desperate man. Which is one of my favorite I, I, parts. I see yeah. him just like, yeah, just welcoming him. He sees him coming and he's like, eh. He just keeps playing his liar until the very end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is why it reminds me so much of Romeo and Juliet, like, cause you know, Romeo welcomes. Yeah. The poison. What, do, what does he say? Poison. I have to look it up now. I mean, it's not important, but like when he takes the poison, he says a specific quote because he wants to die. Right. Um, well, I don't know. It. Uh, I don't think of it. <clears throat> it there might. is thy gold worth poison to men's souls, doing more murder in this loathsome world than these poor compounds that thou must not sell. Hmm. What the fuck? That's not the right one. I'm sorry. He says. I, he says. Here's to my love, O true apothecary. Thy drugs are quit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just I picture it as like Orpheus. He's just put me out of my misery. Like I I welcome death, and he did. I mean, the entire world mourned with him mm-hmm. as he walked the countryside and played his lyre, and uh, the. The the thing that Maddie and I have alluded to multiple times that makes us sad is there's this huge thing where basically Orpheus is looked at as a coward who mm-hmm. wouldn't die with his lady like Romeo in Romeo and Juliet or Pyramus from Pyramus and Thisbe. Right. Um, he, he wanted to go to the underworld and bring her back with him. He wasn't brave enough to go be with her and be dead. He wanted to bring her back with him, which is why he was punished by the gods being offended that he would even ask for her to be mm-hmm. returned to life. Um, and it's something that I'd never thought about before 
or noticed um, as far as a thing goes, but... Stop with their death, bury their parents' strife. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it just, I mean, obviously their parents <clears throat> didn't have strife, but, like, as I say it, it does remind me yeah. from the fatal one. Well, I mean, it doesn't remind me, but that's also because... It doesn't remind me because he's a pussy and someone had to kill him, whereas right. Romeo actually like, killed did, himself, yeah. right? Well, and beyond that, like, Pyramus and Thisbe is the original Romeo and Juliet, and I've known that since slightly shorter than I've known about Romeo and Juliet itself, but I've learned about Pyramus and Thisbe in the same day as Orpheus and Eurydice, mm -hmm. so I've never seen a connection between mm -hmm. the Orpheus and Eurydice story and Romeo and Juliet, because Pyramus and Thisbe is Romeo and Juliet, but better because their castles are separated by a wall, and they grow up whispering to each other through a cracked door, and it's so romantic. We'll have to do an episode on that. Yeah! One. So he's also mulberries, big part of that story. I love mulberries. I know. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like, have you guys heard different versions of this? Because you know, there's the few differences in the versions, but they mostly seem to kind of shake out the same. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Um, like, uh, oh, I guess we should tell what happened at the end. So he was ripped limb from limb. Yes. His head was thrown into the a river that I forgot to write down the name of the river, but it washed up on the shores of Lesbos, and the muses buried his head on the shores of Lesbos, which I like because his mother was a muse. Mm -hmm. So that means, like, basically his family buried him. Yes. Yeah. Uh, As a way it's a to... Sad. Yeah, it's a sad story, oh, you know, um, any which way you slice it, just like, you know, I had no idea that What Dreams May Come was a Orpheus story, but, like, knowing that, it makes perfect sense, because Robin Williams's children die, and then he yeah, gets killed. Sad. Yeah, he gets killed on, like, the anniversary of their kids dying, and so his wife, who was already, like, fucking suicidal, mm -hmm. she... Uh, finishes herself off and he literally travels through hell to find her and um, it's really sad it's one of those movies that has two different endings you know mm -hmm. and one ending is really 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 sad because like she killed herself right it's suicide mm -hmm. and I think in both of them because it was suicide like her afterlife is dark and scary and awful his afterlife is he lives in her painting that he loves. Like, literally, he goes sliding through this purple paint. That's fucking mm -hmm. awesome. Because, like, it's, like, this big landscape thing. And that's his heaven. That's, like, where he lives at. Um, and so, like, Cuba Gooding Jr. is his son. Um, and somebody else is his daughter. Because, like, to come to him and help him with finding their mom, they had to pretend they weren't themselves. So they presented as different people. Aww. Yeah, so his son presented as actually his college I professor. I need to watch this movie. It is good. You will cry. You will cry. Like, it doesn't matter. You will cry. You will. But it's fucking good. I love and is it a serious movie? A serious yes. Robin Williams? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He does. He's yeah. Like he her. Does. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, the underworld for people who've, like, taken their own lives, it's, like, awful. It's all dark and there's spiders and snakes and like just things that make you uncomfortable Jeez. but the people who didn't you know they have like you know it's that you know make your own afterlife happiness kind of thing going on it's a really great movie but like i totally pick up on the orpheus and eurydice dude vibes. that sounds so familiar it sounds sad 
It is sad. It's sad. It's my, I need to cry and I'm gonna watch this. Yeah, I'm gonna have to, I was going to have to watch that. So, do you guys enjoy the Orpheus or Eurydice myth? Like, is it, when, is it one of your favorites? Like, it's one of mine. I'm very curious. Do you have your own theories? Like, there are some out there, like, that Eurydice was never actually in love with Orpheus and he was obsessive. Yeah. Um, well, and I don't even see it as him being obsessive. I see it as him being the kind of guy who can get whatever he wants. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. And he's just like, her. I like her. Mm-hmm. That's, that is definitely how I took it reading all the different versions this time around. Because in the, when I was a teenager and I read the story, I just read it as like, oh, they were in love, you know? Right. That's how I read it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was very eye opening. And I've always loved the story, but to see the added depth of uh, like all these different opinions on Orpheus's behavior, mm-hmm. especially towards Eurydice. Yes, uh, it was very, it was very interesting and eye-opening. It actually made me appreciate it more. I still, I don't. I guess I can't. I can't say I don't know how I feel about it because, like we just said, you know, Romeo was willing to do what Romeo had to do be, to be with Juliet. Orpheus, he wanted to change Eurydice. He wanted to yes. bring her back. Yes, whereas Romeo wanted to just join. Look, I like Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. I like me. Like some yeah. people are shitty. Like it's well, romantic. I like it. Uh, I mean, I can get why people would be whatever about it, but I like Romeo and Juliet. My, I love it. Yeah, I can't. I can't not. I love. I love that play. I love that movie. I love the soundtrack to the movie. I love everything about it. And when I say that movie, I do mean Claire Danes, Romeo and Juliet. But the soundtrack is amazing. I love the remake of When Doves Cry, which now I wish I had added to Orpheus singing because it's uh, like, this is what it sounds like when doves cry. Yeah, yeah. now I'm like, damn, I can see that. The, but specifically <laughs> the Romeo and Juliet version. I yeah. mean, Prince is good, but the Romeo and Juliet version is more it's dramatic. So good. It's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, plus that movie. It's mm-hmm. just like, People hate on that movie. I don't care. I fucking Why love it. Do they scream? Um, but you guys can let us know what you think about Orpheus and Eurydice mm-hmm. or any of the music that we so badly read. We sung. Yeah, we <laughs> Bro, you this guys. is special. We're yeah, going to have to put special in this. Oh, my, oh God, my God, please yes. do. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> oh, we'll my God. can can for you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The Just above the table. We're, we're Mulan rouging yeah. it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, see what we're up to on Instagram at Witches Talking Tarot. You can follow us on Twitter at Classiest Witches. And if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. We yes. are one away from 80 as of right now. Yeah. And, and that means. Melissa. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> and that means we're 20 away from our goal for the end of the year. 100. Hey, Melissa. Yes. And uh, if you want to shout out like Melissa, hit up our Patreon. At which is talking or patreon.com forward slash which is talking tech You can see all the fun extra things we offer there. Um, thanks for hanging out with us. This was our longest episode. Oh, was it? <laughs> thanks for sitting us Bye. Welcome to the Phantom Dude Box. I'm Ty and I'm Joe, and we're two musicians that dive into the world of music, its myths, conspiracies, and bizarre music history. We discuss things like did Elvis fake his own death? Is Stevie Wonder really blind? Is Dolly Parton's husband 
actually real. Find out all that and more on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or your favorite streaming service. Hey folks, we're the drunks versus the world. The naysayers say that our feeling vibe is not conducive to a business partnership. Cons once and runs. And so I ask, what the fuck is? Have I seen you before? Uh, maybe in a previous life. Did you did you steal my Jello? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you left it at the old folks' home. At the old folks' home. During that gangbang? During the gangbang. Gang. Oh, yeah, yeah, the gangbang. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Never be the pivot man at a fucking old folks' <laughs> gangbang. We played pool. We lost, I think. And then she stole some person's coat from the bar. Oh, wow. And then... We decided. I decided to go with her to Walmart for, of all places, and um, she starts fucking taking clothes and stealing them Jesus. and putting them in her purse and <laughs> ripping off the fucking tags. Is that, like, where, you, is that where your life went wrong? You started well, hanging with a bad maybe, element. Probably before that. Before that. <laughs> no, no. I suppose she'd still bitch at, at her boyfriend. The the robot uh, gets all the all the fun parts of the relationship. Oh, but fuck that, dude! Go to our website, drunksversestheworld.com. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Amazon, iTunes, and Good Pods, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Dude, that was kind of sick. We should actually start <laughs> that. The that was pretty podcast. awesome. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, let's do that. Fuck that was yeah, the, man. Fucking unprompted, totally unprompted. We just wing that shit. Right? We got to do it. Absolutely. We got to do it. Let's start this shit. And say hi to your moms for me. Hi, everybody. It's Mac Jackson. I wanted to invite you to a new site called the Forever Adventure Network. This website has everything. Pictures, videos, blogs. There's original music by Harmony Constant. Two podcasts. One is the MacGyver Podcast, where we celebrate Richard Dean Anderson, his iconic roles, and how it's influenced our lives. There's episode discussions, interviews, and life conversations. The second podcast is the Never Gets Old Podcast, where we celebrate all the best things that we love in life, from TV, movies, music, and comics. The site is also the home for the MacGyver SG-1 audio series, an ongoing adventure series that continues the adventures of MacGyver and SG-1. There are also multiple stores to choose from for all of your pop culture and adventure needs. Come on by and check us out today. And thanks for joining the adventure.